The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Bowen's Body Shop, and Sir Pizza. Good morning and welcome back. We're now with Coach Dyron Birdwell sitting at his house. He was sitting at his house last night. Coach, how you feeling? Man, finally a little better. I don't sound as good as I guess I probably feel, but man, over the last few days, this stuff's really, really hit me the last, last little bit, but trying to, trying to get to feeling a little better and hopefully I'll be back, I think, tomorrow and ready to go for our game with Blackman on Tuesday. Well, you should feel a little better after y'all won last night. Yeah, um, I do not recommend uh, sitting at home watching a game that you're supposed to be coaching, especially with your wife and one-year-old daughter and little dog. Uh, you kind of start pacing around the room as things get close and you know, hoping that you make the right play because not that you ever have a lot of control with coaching, but definitely feel really helpless when you're sitting at the house and, and not at the game. Well, you sound a little hoarse, so I'm assuming it's sickness not yelling at the TV screen last night. Yeah, um, definitely sickness. I, uh, I guess I went um, a couple of days after we beat Smyrna to the doctor, and uh, wife and I have been diagnosed with flu for me, COVID for her, so we've had to isolate and stay away and try to get to feeling a little better and I had to wait of course 24 hours I was originally going to wait 24 hours without a fever but then now with her with COVID even though I uh, have tested positive for the flu because of my symptoms I have to isolate until she's able to go back which is Sunday so I should be ready to go come tomorrow all right that sounds good I, I know I know you miss it it's hard to be sick during the season we coaches are like teachers and everybody else we push through during the season as long as we possibly can Hey, who who ran the show last night? Uh, coach Aaron Pierce uh, was our was I guess the stand up head coach, but uh, I know him and Coach Toombs, <coughs> excuse me, definitely worked together last night. And you know, I of course threw out ideas before the game, but but they ran the show, and uh, he was the Coach Pierce was a stand up guy. He was uh, interim girls coach at Antioch or at McGavick. I'm sorry, last year and. Uh, He's uh he's been a head, or been a head coach there and then helps with AAU stuff and so he had a little bit of head coaching experience of course Coach Toombs has had head coaching experience at Forest and at the middle school level so I, I felt confident that those guys could could get us through last night. Well, you know they're gonna probably catch you next time they see you and say, Coach, you know I'm undefeated so I need to renegotiate my contract at school and my supplement you give me. Yeah, 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 exactly right, exactly right, for sure, for sure. All right, so, hey, the last uh, couple of weeks since you've been on the show, y'all have had a pretty good run, 5-0 and since the last time you were on the show. One at Smyrna, one at Riverdale, one at home against Rockville, of course, had a big win last night over Blackman, which is kind of helping you guys out a little. Uh, one at Smyrna, of course, last night won uh, against Seagull, 64-58. You look at your box score last night, Coach, you got to be proud. You had three guys, Carrington, Brody, and Casey, all in double figures. Yeah, um, you know, that's kind of been our MO this year, and, of course, this is, you know, I guess obvious, but we're a lot better when we kind of spread the scoring around. We're just a lot harder to guard. I know uh, 
I looked against Smyrna, I think both times we've had four guys in double figures. Um, and then against Rockville, same thing. Uh, and then uh, last night against Siegel, we had three. Uh, so definitely, uh, you know, definitely. And then Riverdale, we had all five starters in double figures. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, something to be proud of and, and, you know, sharing the ball, playing together, finding different guys that can score in different ways. And, you know, with this being year one, I, I've been, you know, they've been trying to learn the offense and learn where, you know, where their spots are to score from. And, I've had to, you know, learn where to put them in the best positions to be successful because, uh, you know, early in the year, felt like we were kind of standing around and watching each other try to score, and now it feels like we're kind of playing together and, and doing the right things on the offensive end. Well, that was leading to my next question. Like you said, being in year one, you knew it was going to take some time. If you could put a percentage on it, what percentage do you feel like at this point in the year is your team understanding what you're trying to do as a, a team? Um, I would say, you know, right now, upper 80s to 90. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, we've had them for, I guess, since June of last year. So we've uh, started to <coughs> started to understand kind of what we want, what we expect, and, you know, learning how to play fast. You know, uh, again, uh, that's just kind of our style. It's how we like to play. We like to run and, and attack and play hard defensively. But then when, you know, on a make or a miss, we want to run and attack you. And, uh, you know, there for early in the year, I felt like we had a lot of turnovers just trying to learn how to play fast and trust each other. And, you know, I can I can handle a few turnovers if you're playing hard. Uh, it's when you kind of loaf or make a bad pass or, you know, do those things that, that our turnovers uh, become really frustrating. But, you know, I definitely think that they're starting to learn and understand where they're supposed to be and how they're supposed to get there and what I expect and the level of of intensity and the level of effort that, that they have to have to instill to to get there to be successful. Well, um, and if you look because, back at your your schedule, coach, you can see that progression happening because you know you look in late December, y'all scored 30, 40, 54, and again the last few games 89, 75, 69, 73. You know, defense wins championships, as I say, but you got to put the ball in the basket. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, in basketball, I'm going to probably – a lot of people is going to look at me and be frustrated, but I guess the NBA kind of shows good offense beats good defense, you know, uh, in basketball sometimes. You can be in the right spot defensively, but if a guy can rise up and make a shot over you, there's not a lot you can do about it. Now, uh, we teach that, you know, defensively, we want to make guys miss shots. We want to make them make shots over us and make it harder. Uh, but at the end of the day, in, uh, in offense, you know, if you can put the ball in the hole, there's always a spot for you on the floor, uh, and yeah, de definitely by our by our points per game here recently, you've seen that that we are, you know, kind of figured out a little bit of a rotation and and got minutes down where we were kind of sprinkling in football guys and everything else early in in December, and uh, you know now we've we've kind of set in on a little bit of a rotation and have an idea of who we can trust and and what they can do to help us. Well, and you, you you got your orange on today, Coach. I've got my orange on today. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, coaches and their change of philosophy and putting the ball in the basket, um, do y'all do y'all take a lot of threes? Do you have a certain thing you're looking for? Um, you know, we do take a lot of threes. Um, yeah, I, I've always been big into giving my guys some freedom on the offensive end, uh, especially playing fast. And, you know, the three ball is, is very important in today's game. You know, uh, it's the big, you know, X factor. 
you know, we played some games earlier in the year. We got blown out because some teams made some threes. Uh, we didn't, you know, we we're not the best shooting team. Uh, we do shoot quite a few threes, uh, but our best offense right now is to play inside out. Um, you know, especially with Casey and Brody, uh, Antonio Patterson when he's when he's there with us. Uh, he had a official visit to Florida International this weekend, where he was last night. Uh, so he didn't get to play, but, uh, you know, those those three guys and, and even our guards driving it in there, you know, are big. You know, we want to play inside out, but it doesn't have to be a post feed. It can be a post feed. It can be a drive to the rim. It can be getting to the foul line. It can be any of those different things. The big thing for us is, you know, we need to get paint touches. And if we get paint touches, it helps us play inside out or drive and kick, and then we find those what I call horse shot threes where you can just step into them and, and shoot those instead of having to create off a bounce or, or shoot tough ones. Well, I know the couple of times I, I've seen you guys, I guess the thing that impressed me was your transition offense. And then, like I said, ball movement. Yeah, we, uh, you know, transition wise, I took that from coach Pearl and, you know, that's a, was a Tennessee thing now an Auburn thing. His, uh, <laughs> his big rule was he wanted to get three to the baseline quicker than anybody in the country, you know, and, and that's something that I, I try to harp on with our guys is making sure you're sprinting your lanes and flatten that stuff out at the baseline. Because if you do that, that allows driving lanes for you in, in transition and, and get your guards more, more space. And then if somebody doesn't run, you can obviously hit a big run into the rim. Uh, and then, you know, offensively, as far as ball movement, we've really hit on making quick decisions. You know, um, yes, when you catch it, everybody talks about triple threat when you're young, you know, shoot, pass, or dribble. Uh, but my big thing is if you're not trying to score when you catch it, if you're not looking to shoot it or looking to drive it, then it needs to be quick and you need to be passing it. Because if you're if you're holding it, you're letting the defense set up and you're allowing them to, to get, you know, kind of overloaded to the ball and not allowing you to move it and get those driving lanes. So we, we definitely really harp on ball movement and player movement and, and, and playing fast. All right. Well, Coach, let's, let's look ahead. Here's what we've got left because there's only two weeks left basing the season. And correct me if I miss something. You're heading over to Blackman Tuesday. Then you're hosting Riverdale. And then the following week you're on the road at Rockville. And then you end the season a non-district game against Lebanon. Is that all correct? Yeah, that's our four we have left. All right, so Coach Workman was over here earlier talking to his boys about trying to win a district championship. That game Tuesday night is huge. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's a big game. You know, they they got us at our place. Um, <coughs> sorry, they uh, they played really well, uh, and they forced us to play pretty poorly. Uh, you know, we didn't play well, but I think they had a lot to do with that. Um, we've got to come in, and like you said. Uh, you know, a little bit of credit here to Rockville, but we now control our own destiny to, to, to win an outright district championship. Um, and, you know, we, we can't let this opportunity slide. Uh, you know, winning, winning district, district titles around here uh, is difficult. You know, um, you know, Blackman's done a really good job. I, I know, uh, you know, we won at Siegel last year, a regular season district title, but it, it's definitely difficult and in one of the most difficult districts in the league. To, uh, to to find a way to, to, to win those games. But we, we'll come in, you know, get a lot of shots up and kind of start game planning tomorrow and get ready to play Blackman. And then, of course, uh, Riverdale's a scary team on Friday. They can definitely put the ball in the hole. And then, uh, 
you know, moving forward, Rockville's shown they're capable. They, you know, they had Siegel on the ropes on Tuesday and then, of course, beat Blackman on last night. Uh, and then, you know, that kind of rounds out district play. And then we've got Lebanon, who's obviously a really good team, one of the better teams in the mid-state coming up at the end. Um, but definitely looking forward to hopefully finishing the year strong and, and continuing to play well. I think we've won six of our last seven here to try to keep that momentum going into postseason because at the end of the day, uh, you know, everybody wants to be playing their best basketball come February and March. Well, good luck to you, Coach. Get to feeling better. Sit at home, watch that game tonight. I know I'm going to sit and watch a little bit of that game tonight. And have a great week. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, Coach Dyron Birdwell of the Oakland Patriots. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Stewart's Creek's Coach Howard Pride. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the Law Offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, Know that we are here for you, too. Hello, this is Coy Young at Last Cass's Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. I'm Ian Young. I'm at Last Cass's Feed Supply. I'm selling beef and pork. 100% Angus. Raised here in Last Cass's. Come get you some. Everyone's favorite cuts available, even options to purchase a quarter of a steer. We got the beef. Hello, everybody. Last Cass's Feed Supply. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Feed Supply on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East. If you're near retirement or thinking about retiring, you probably have a lot of questions. How do you make your savings last? You're ready for retirement, but are your finances? Let's work together to help ensure your finances can keep up with your unique needs over the long haul. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin. Stop by our office in the Public Shopping Center on South Rutherford Boulevard or give us a call at 615-907-7056 for an appointment. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. 